Okay. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So for this episode, we're going to be focusing on nostalgia. So Catherine had actually come up with this idea. I'm not going to take any credit. <laughs> so you were kind of talking like films of our forefathers and like films that kind of grew up with. Yeah, like nostalgic, kind of influential films that had a lasting impact on us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to think back. I feel like I barely yeah. remember films. Like, if I didn't log them on Letterboxd, I wouldn't remember films. Yeah. See, I've got, like, a weird kind of, like, uh, retention for, like, movies, like, movie quotes and, like, the yeah. way, like oh, when I saw them good. and, like, things like that because I'm just, you know, a sad person without anything else in my life. But <laughs> I just have an awful memory. <laughs> yeah, I could give you, like, vague ages, like, between the ages of maybe zero and seven and between seven and, like, 16 pretty good to be fair. Those are the ages I can give you when I watch films. I watched it before I was seven yeah. or sometime when I was a teenager. Yeah, so, I'm a bit more like the year was 1999. <laughs> it was a dark yeah. and stormy night. Oh, that's pretty old well <laughs> Sorry. There's this really funny um, letterbox account. It's like um, a girl runs it for her younger niece. I don't know oh if you've seen so it. Cute. And she reviews like I think 99% of them are five stars. But to watch like The Shining or like a really scary horror film, to be like, it was a little bit scary, but I really liked it. Going oh, wow. to eat some cake and like, and it's just the sweetest thing. Like imagine growing up and you've all like, That's so cute. like yeah. little documents of your your films from. I think she's like seven or eight. I do actually remember the first time I watched The Shining as well. And really, like, like the evening of yeah. Perfect. It was perfect story. Um, not really. It was. I watched it on Halloween with my first serious girlfriend, who I, of course, I'm no longer with. So, <laughs> wow. Really good movie. Uh, for for like a seven year old though, I was like, yeah, oh. that's a lot. You she see, seemed okay. What the, about the age of the kids in The Shining? Mm-hmm. Like the twins. Yeah, would you not be terrified? She was pretty confident. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, she's a better dad than Jack Torrance though. Yeah. 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 No, but the, uh, the, if it's your niece, your aunt? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it yeah. your aunt? Yeah. See, I have, a, I have a niece who's six months yeah. old, and I'm just now thinking of, like, with the, oh my God, the horrible... What are you yeah. going to show her? What oh, God, gonna it's going to be so... Gr- probably, like, The Shining is going to be grossly inappropriate. Yeah. Like just be like, okay, this is it's not right. Don't don't tell mom and dad or or granny and granda. But like this is this is a great great movie. You really need to watch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I, there was like a genre when I was growing up. It was just like the same like four or five movies mm-hmm. over and over again. Like the never ending story. I, I didn't see that. the never ending story till I was I think twenty three. I love it. It's like I've nostalgia. Seen it. It's like the like I said. I don't have didn't have a genre growing up, but like all the films are like dreamy. So it's yeah. like The Wizard of Oz, oh, The Neverending Story, Hook, like just everything was like yeah. whimsical and dreamy. I don't know why my parents picked yeah. these little <laughs> like fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. kids love fantasy. Yeah. But it was lovely because they were like they're they're really emotional and the feel like serious movies you know it's not just yeah. a silly silly goofy movie but they're also just so fun and even if yeah. you're not paying attention it's just so nice to look at one thing i do have a lot of nostalgia for is the actual goofy movie 
Oh, the Goofy movie. Yes, great. the Goofy movie. Right? Uh, Did, was this something oh, no. you experienced? No. Uh, yeah. So you know Disney's Goofy. Um. <laughs> Okay. Big dog. Yeah, they have a film and he has a wife, right? No, no, he's, he's he's no wife. He just has the kids. Yeah, it's okay. it's ambiguous about whether like, okay. he ever. Has. There's a lot of probably conspiracies about what went on with Goofy. Is his wife dead? What's going on? Why is it just him and his son? And why oh. are they going on a road trip? Poor Goofy. Um, and why is this like wow. singer that his son is obsessed with getting to see definitely Prince? Because uh, okay. he's, he's, it's definitely Prince, and they don't oh. say it's Prince, Wait. but you can tell it's Prince. So it's a post-divorce road trip with Goofy. And yeah. Prince. Wow. Um, wow. I feel like I need to watch it now. It I'm can totally be. Yeah. Going to watch it again. It's so. really. It's. Um, I'm not even like unironically a really good film. Like it's oh. it's really well made. It's a lot of fun. There are some really interesting sort of moments in it. I still remember things like Goofy. Um, they, they get trapped in their car with a bar and Goofy has to like open a can of alphabet soup with his teeth oh. and heat it on a cigarette lighter because that's the kind of <laughs> desperate wow. situation he's gotten him and his son into. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, it would be so good to watch now. His son should be taken away from him. <laughs> Sorry Goofy, <laughs> Sorry, Goofy. Parent. I feel like if we um, watched it now we'd maybe be a bit more yeah, critical. Um, yeah. It's also some of my favourite pizza animation I've ever seen. Pizza. Yeah, the way that they animate the like dripping stringy oh, cheese is just. <laughs> I still I still remember that. Ahead um, of its time. Yeah, I think about it sometimes. Um, I remember for years whenever I was a kid, I would always try and get my pizza when I lifted it <laughs> to like do the pizza string like in the Goofy movie, and it never quite never, did. Uh, <coughs> same with the. Did you guys watch any of the Winnie the Pooh movies or like Piglet movie mm. and Tigger movie? Yeah, those the were. Film, yeah. Those are peak. Peach cinema. The Tiger film was way darker than yeah, you realize. Yeah. yeah. Um, like it's all kind of like this weird metaphor for the fact that like Tiger has doesn't have a family. Yeah. And he's yeah, depressed yeah. about it. Yeah. And he's normally the happy one, but then he ends up being like so sad. My it's mom used to call me Tigger as a kid. And then we watched the Tigger film and then it was so sad that she just stopped calling me Tigger. That like makes sense. I was so hyperactive as a kid and then we watched it and then she was like, oh, actually, maybe not. That's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. could you go from the, the show where he is just like goofy, hyper, hyper, yeah, yeah. and now he's going through he's, a lot he's of things. He's going through it. Yeah. I love the Piglet. Like, what was it? Piglet's Big Adventure yes, or something? Yeah. He gets lost. Bless him. It was good. And the Heffalump. As well. See, yeah. I was aging out just as the half uh, came out, so I wouldn't I, even care. Get yeah, it <laughs> but it's so interesting when you see like people who are like the similar ages, but like slightly different, even by just like a year or two. Mm -hmm, like you yeah. just have you age out of certain things just slightly before. Yeah, because how old are you? Twenty-four. I'm twenty-six. Twenty-six. Yeah. Twenty-six. Twenty-two. I'm twenty-one. Twenty. Well, twenty-two. Oh yeah. No, twenty-one next month. You're not. Oh my god. Yeah. Crazy. I'm so old. No, but it yeah. is crazy. Even a year makes a difference. See, yeah. Like growing up and like kid shows and like things my cousins would watch. Like I was, um, yeah. Like one of our family friends, like I tutor the kid a few days a week and he mentions all these shows and I'm like, <coughs> I've never heard of them in my life. My sister's 18 and she saw stuff on Disney Channel that I thought I was too old to watch. So she's got like a slightly different like. That's so mm. strange. It yeah. doesn't make sense. And like she doesn't. We used to have rhubarb and a VHS of rhubarb and custard. Mm -hmm. uh, and I fucking love rhubarb and custard. <laughs> but me, I used to love rhubarb and custard as a kid. But my sister has no memories of it because she wasn't like 
at an age where she could like process films when we were watching it. So it's just kind so of she on just, the screen. Yeah, she just doesn't remember Rubber and Custard. I, think I don't either. I must be too old for Rubber and Custard. Ah, Rubber and Custard was the nineties, wasn't it? Was it? I oh maybe I don't. It know. was VHS, so it was. I feel like because I was two thousand, I got all the nineties and all the early two thousands. Yeah. Like I could dip into mm. both. Yeah, I'm two thousand two, so yeah. I got like the Lizzie McGuire was kind of. Yeah. A nice mix of the two. Yeah, Lizzie McGuire was huge for my girlfriend in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie. Um, yes, I know. Yeah. She, I know. She oh, keeps telling me how good this movie is. Do you know I what? I watched it last year. It's it's not as good as I remembered it. I was very disappointed. She insists that it still is. <laughs> it's, it's good, but like I remember like the moment when the two Lizzie McGuire's came out mm. and sang What Dreams Are Made Of. Like I probably was close to collapsing as a child because it was like... Change my, yeah. change my I life. I remember there's a scene on a Vespa, right? She yeah, Italy. There, yeah. I think there were things in Rome, and she like performs at the Colosseum. Yeah, I think I remember that. Oh, uh, it was definitely a green screen. Now that I'm thinking about it, oh, childhood ruined. Yeah. Were you guys made to watch stuff like I was made when I was a kid to watch uh, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings? See, so I wasn't as a kid. I only really? watched them all really recently, like in the past year. How did you get through them then? Because um, I remember as a kid watching them and they were like, that. I mean, maybe not The Hobbit, because The Hobbit came out a bit later. Yeah. But Lord of the Rings, definitely. I remember, like, getting through them like that. But they're, they're so like, long. 24 hours of, like, footage. It's wild. Oh, it's so... And I remember so it being nice. so quick. I would, again, like, I would watch, like, really old movies whenever I was yeah. a kid, because that's the kind of stuff yeah. that my dad oh. would like. So they like, were really, long. really old stuff. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I think so my boyfriend guess. just sat me down and was like... Yeah, you're okay. watching them. <laughs> I don't. I'm glad I, did. I don't see how people would be able to watch them for the first time now. Yeah, I think I you just have to commit to because you feel yeah. like you're missing out. Like you've, it's like just one of those movies. Yeah. Or like collections of movies that you, you have to watch. You just have mm-hmm. to do it. <laughs> you have to get through it. I feel like it's the same with like Planet of the Apes and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. My dad sat me down, watched made me watch Planet of the Apes, and I got so scared because I was like. But these are the things we're using in the zoo. How are they, yeah. like, existing? Don't <laughs> have civilizations? That would have traumatised me as a child, I think. Mm-hmm. The only Planet of the Apes movie I've seen is the very first one that was ever made. It's With fun. Charlton Heston. Really good movie. Bad I people make good it. movies sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. I love all of those movies. Like, it feels nostalgic, the original Planet. Like, I always want to go back and watch it. <coughs> it definitely does. It's just old. Yeah. But it's from like a real like era that has its own like very specific charm. Like it's all still very analog. We have a few submissions. Well, I thought we could like maybe do a couple and then like riff off them. Mm-hmm. Um, they wish to be re- remain anonymous. So I'll just do like anonymous ones. Yeah. Um, the first one is cloudy with a chance of meatball and meatballs. Meatball. I think cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Yeah. yeah, I've seen the movie. There's definitely more than one yeah. meatball in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cloudy with it's raining dolls. And Wally um, is the reason that I'm an engineer. So, this is a person that wishes from says, But they're like fully, whole career has been influenced by the films they watched as a kid. To, to be yeah. fair, I can track every moment of my life and every decision I've made from the first time I watched Indiana Jones. So, yeah. I do kind of relate to that. But it's crazy, like, it, you think, like, someone who. <coughs> Hasn't went into engineering or anything. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't connect. No, at all. And like, they're quite whimsical films. 
I wish I watched Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. Um, I kind of love it, yeah. I watched it again. Oh, like last month or something, and it's it's pretty good. It holds up. Yeah, I really like it. I guess it. I can see how, as a kid watching that, you might like. Okay, I want to be an inventor too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, not to that level, but yeah, yeah. And Wally as well. Oh, Wally's good. It's a great movie. Wally's nostalgia, like, yeah, clipped to the max. Even though it was a bit later on, I feel like I was. No. Yeah, when did Wally come out, actually? Probably 2008. I was a kid, mm. but I don't remember. See, then I, again, maybe it's an age now? thing. No, because I, I remember that, like, the Pixar movies that I'm nostalgic for are, like, the very first couple they made, like, Toy Story, oh, Toy yeah. Story 2, and Monsters, Inc. Oh, my God, I used to watch Monsters, Inc. All right. It, 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 for my money, it is still the best Pixar movie. Yeah. I just absolutely love Monsters, Inc. And I think that it is just a classic. Yeah. Yeah, Wally was two thousand and eight, so I'd be like I'd be six. Two thousand and eight? Yeah. Oh my god. You're like that wasn't that long ago. (laughs) Ever seen the movie? Yeah, so it's a good movie. Yeah. And I'm really glad that that person is is a gay coder now because of it. Yeah, so it's better Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yeah. Kira Knightley. It just goes through like I know loads of people who are like representation through the films they watched in their teenage years, like making them like represent like representation being important enough mm-hmm. and as a teenager for it to impact you and like how you express yourself now mm-hmm. um yeah like i remember i watched the mummy as a kid and i was like rachel weiss and also brendan fraser as people and i was like oh this is awakening something inside of me <laughs> you didn't know um, it at the time yeah and like i think that's part of nostalgia. I, I know someone also who will remain anonymous who um, claims that the reason they're bisexual is because they watched The Mummy when they were a kid and they couldn't yeah. choose who was hotter, Rachel Weisz and Brandon Fraser. We all have those yeah. movies. <laughs> That's just how that works. You watch The Mummy as a kid and then you're like, right, cool, I'm bisexual now. That's how that works. But And I, that is a type of nostalgia. It is a really good movie. Um, yeah. And it is also one that really holds up. It's it's a very fun, like, adventure yeah. kind of romp that I don't think is really mm-hmm. made much anymore. No, no. Um, again, still, like, a, like there was a CG in it and uh, some janky it's CG at stages right, too. But some of it's even more it. nostalgic, I think. I think the worst. Yeah. <coughs> like, editing or CGI is more on, like, yeah. childhood. Okay. I know a fair amount of people who watched the Expo as a kid, and now that's um, Dennis Scully is uh, why they're into women. Oh, what's the actress's name? That's her. oh, Gillian. Gillian Anderson. Who's in yeah. like I must be in love with fifty percent of all media because I just keep seeing her popping up. All she's amazing. She's she should be everywhere. Honestly, yeah. I feel like yeah. she is. She's just all of it. She gets that coin. Um, but yeah, no, I no chance people watch the X-Files as kids because their parents watched it and then they went, oh, Dana Scully, and that's, you know, but Amazing. Yeah, a lot representation is important as a kid. I mean, no representation is important at any time, but especially when you're like just figuring out who you are, I think seeing stuff as a teenager is really important. Yeah, and you have access to so many movies yeah. and shows that you, like you wouldn't have got if you'd have just had your social life. Mm. Yeah, like it's it's 
Yeah, such a big part. Hopefully easier for kids growing up now, like yeah. having being able to see a bit more representation. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. Being able to sort of like have role models that are positive and not just mm-hmm. like, you know, stereotypes and things. Yeah. Yeah. I think kids nostalgia sorry. No, no. I think kids' nostalgia now is gonna be so different to ours. Because ours was limited by like what our parents had or mm-hmm. what you could rent on Netflix, like physically rent. Do you guys remember that? Extravision. Having Netflix. Yeah, I was, and a, I was of the Extravision generation. Yeah. Uh, wow. I was never. You guys want, like, on a Friday night, you'd send, like, a thing out to Netflix and Netflix would post no. you a film. Yeah, no. it was like what? early Netflix. Physically post it? Yeah, they'd post you a film. You'd have the film for three days and then you'd have to post it back, like Blockbuster, but, like, instead of going into a Blockbuster. So like yeah, online so extra vision. Yeah, like extra vision. Wow. wow. No, I needed extra vision. I needed to spend like an hour looking at the movies, picking what yeah. I wanted. Yeah. I remember we would go in and extra vision used to do an offer. I think it was three movies for like <coughs> an, like a reduced price or mm-hmm. something. So yeah. my dad would always be in frugal. Would be like, okay, well we'll go and we have three movies and then that's your weekend. <laughs> It's yeah. like so. It's like it's great though. Yeah, it saves me a bit of money, and also it means that I, I, you know, you guys can just like sit and let the TV raise you for a couple of days. Yeah. And it was always good because I, I watched. I remember watching a lot of movies that way, and discovering a lot of things that I, I think probably are ones that I look back on like really yeah. fondly. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you guys didn't have like Blockbuster? You had Extra Vision. Just Extra Vision. Yeah, there was one in one in Bambridge. And Did I used you to have go every Blockbuster? Weekend. Yeah, we had a we had like three blockbusters in all really? in England. Yeah. To to me, that's just like shout a... shout out Milton Keynes. Because Milton Keynes is a shithole. I thought that was American. Yeah, no, we had like three blockbusters. What? We used to have a blockbuster right next to our Morrison's. Blockbuster to me is like the Chupacabra or something. You know, like something you hear about but you don't think it's actually not real. Exists. It's, yeah. it's a TV yeah. show. On no, Netflix. we couldn't get that. Oh, it's awful. Too. It's meant to be really bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. No, I still mourn over extra vision. I swear, if it was yeah. still about, I would be going every weekend. Uh-huh. I just love having it physically, yes. and then you put it on the little shoot on a Sunday night. That was oh, yeah, no, you went into Blockbuster, you had the, the stuff, and then you paid for it for like, you rented it for like 48 hours or Yeah. Like you went and saw the film, and you bought back the film. And if the f- DVD was scratched, you're gonna have to pay a fine. Did that they have a, the Extra Vision yeah. 3 for 1 deal though? Uh, no. I didn't uh, know it's a Christmas thing. Maybe it's just an age thing. But it can't, like... We I think English. English thing, yeah. We were definitely actually version, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't know what that was. We just had Netflix on Blockbuster. I th- to me, Netflix is, like, so new. It's so crazy. I still remember where the extra vision was we went to. Yeah. It's, there's a hairdresser's night. It's on the... <laughs> it's oh. a hairdresser's night. It's on, it was on the Antrim Road. It was the Antrim Road extra vision. That is now, I think, Carlin Hair. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like that's how specifically I remember this. <laughs> You're traumatized. Yeah, it was beside the offices. <laughs> Main Street Bambridge. It was huge. See the space that was left when it went. Honestly, my blockbuster's cost now. The cost my friend actually works at now. Shout out to my friend who works at Costa. <laughs> Won't be listening. <laughs> you never know. What movie did they watch as a child that made them want to be a barista? Oh, what's like good? Oh, okay. Yeah, don't know. It's on top. <laughs> actually so bad. I, I've been friends with them for like ages. Um, like since primary school. I've no idea. It's weird because like I don't have any movies that inspired me to like be doing a degree or 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 a job. I guess mm. kind of 
In a weird way, I was thinking about this the other week when I watched the new Matilda, you know, the musical, which I didn't really like, but I was thinking, I was like, I always remember growing up and wanting to be a teacher and like telling all my teachers and then watching Matilda and just wanting to like be best friends with Miss Honey. Yeah. Because she was just like the perfect person. Matilda and I was like, yeah, I still think she's yeah. the perfect individual. Um, yeah. I guess mine would just be, I was just exposed to a lot of sci-fi as a kid. Mm. Now I'm an engineer. Yeah. It makes Mental. sense. Oh, I was so Doctor Who growing up, and it's not a movie, yeah. but... Oh, Doctor Who was a massive thing in our family. Yeah, see, we weren't like movie, we were, we were Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, my, I remember me and my dad, um, you could buy a Doctor Who, like, subscription. Mm-hmm. So every week they'd send you, like, they'd send you first this massive binder. And then they'd send you every week, like, a couple pages to put in the binder. And it was a massive thing between me and my dad, where every week we'd, like, he'd be like, okay, we've got a new Doctor Who thing. I'd read it, I'd, like, spend, I'd pour over it, like, for an entire evening. And he'd be like, okay, are you ready to put it in the binder? And then he'd bring the binder down and then put it in the binder and then like he'd be like, do you want to read everything that's in the binder? And then I'd sit and I'd just pour over everything in the binder. I'd love if you still had those. I still have them somewhere at home. Definitely, it's something you would keep. Yeah, but I remember it's like, you know, me and my dad bonding over Doctor Who. Because like, and it didn't even be like, here is a like a page for like the monster of the week. And that is class. I wish I'd known about this. Amazing. Yeah, I would have been wasted. I was so upset when my dad, uh, when my parents got divorced, and I couldn't have it anymore. I don't really necessarily think of it as like a feminist classic in that way, yeah. but I, I, enjoy, I do enjoy it, and I think that it is. It's a very fun movie. Yeah, yeah. It's I like can, the law girl. Yeah, I can see how it's important if it's just like, because I know this person wishes to remain anonymous, but I know they are like. They do identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. So I imagine it would be really important to, like, even if it's not like the most feminist of films, to, like, see a film and be like, this is the thing me and my mum are watching together. And, like, mm-hmm. I can see how that would be, pardon me, I can see how that would be really empowering. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little, like, rituals. I think it's really important when you, like, you remember a lot of rituals you have for your parents. Yeah, like yeah. if you're doing like extra vision every weekend, or like me and my granny yeah. would have the VHS, like the tapes yeah. out every weekend, and we would, so we do Wizard of Oz every weekend, wow. and then I would make her go to the extra bit, you know, you always got like the extra behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and another traumatizing thing as a child, it would say about, um, the woman that played the, the witch, you know, with the green mm-hmm. paint. And they accidentally lit her on fire and like melted her face green. Oh and I was like, this was like, you know, like the fact you have when you're a child. And it's like, I have to remember this in case this ever happens to me. And you have like warning, like signs that that, that was it. That if I ever was dressed up as a witch and painted green and was accidentally That's... lit on fire, there would be little chance. That is so specific. It was so scary. So and I don't know why I made her put it on after yeah. the movie every week, but... Yeah. Just for like your reminder about fire safety. That that was it. Yeah, yeah. it's a very prudent child. <laughs> yeah. Very very. I wouldn't use like the porta potties because the Jurassic Park them. Yeah. Very. So, niche that's 
I wouldn't use them now anyway because I think they're a bit gross. But yeah. Like, yeah, but I, I did. Know, I had a, I had manifested a fear of snakes for many many years because <coughs> of the first Indiana Jones movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I watched it recently. Because yeah. Indy was scared of snakes, and Indy's the um, coolest man in the world yeah. and the bravest, and he's 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 so smart. And if he's scared of snakes, there must be something scary about snakes. Yeah, no, that's scary. scary. And the spiders in it and all. Oh, God. terrifying. Mm-hmm. Not think about being a child watching it. Are there any films that you guys remember like watching them with someone for the very first time and it being like a real like impactful experience? Yes, but not for like a good reason. I remember. Oh God, right. So, Do you know what? These are the best stories. Um, <laughs> the first ever like boyfriend I ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, we only went out for like a few months, but I remember. Oh, this is gonna sound. He's not gonna be listening, but like he wasn't the best person. Mm-hmm. Um, first boyfriends yeah it wasn't like like don't get me wrong like he was like harmless but like he would be the thing where you you, like you try and act like you're in a grown-up relationship when this was in like year nine yeah like you're you're so young um but yeah i went to see the hitman's bodyguard with him and we both snuck in because we weren't technically i don't know we might have been old enough or i don't know for some reason we like snuck in and watched it um, and then I broke up with him afterwards, and now I can't watch. Like right ones. after it. Yeah, like like we literally <laughs> finished the film, walked out of the screen, and mm-hmm. I turned to him and I went, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, Oh, watch movies. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like, Oh, okay. And then we left separately. Uh, now I can't watch The Hitman's Bodyguard. Not nostalgia, but it, it Was is it kind bad? of the movie. What? Oh, the movie or the relationship? The relationship wasn't great. The movie. I don't really remember. It was fine. You were so focused on. Yeah, but I was really like, okay, right, I'm gonna break up with him after. Fair play for. Um, But yeah, no, I can't. Like, it's a nostalgic film for me, but in the way that I can't watch it without being like, oh, cringe. (laughs) I broke up with my first boyfriend. No, you were a strong, independent woman. Yeah. After watching. (coughs) Mine is, I I think it's on Disney Plus. It's really really bad, but. I remember like my granda always watching or like put on for me to watch together for the first time Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Oh, that's a great fellow. Sean Connery pretend to be little Irish lad and um, oh, it's so weird and like that movie came out 1959 so like my granda would have been growing up yeah. and the I moved in with him two-ish years ago when he got sick and the last thing he wanted to do was watch that movie and drink a pint he had never drank in his life wow and that movie is just it's not good but sean connery you know what i got such a fond place in my heart for that movie though. it's a just weird thing yeah. does it being on like because it was on like when i was growing up and i yeah. don't know why just that it, it was just always on yeah like you'd so go to your relative's house and it would just be playing on the tv <laughs> And I'm you wouldn't so know, and they wouldn't have planned to watch it or anything, or invited you around to see it. But it'd be like, oh, Darby Gills on. I just remember picking it up at so many different points because yeah, it was always on, and then it was just on Disney. I feel like if I was ever trapped in like a liminal space, mm-hmm. that Darby Gill and mm-hmm. the little people would still be playing on like an old like early two thousands TV. Oh, and, and that's probably what purgatory is actually. It's just like you're um, in an early two thousands home with Darby Gill and the little people playing. Obviously, it's the thing. Just I couldn't imagine like. Someone in England. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never Having seen it that film. It's on Disney. You, you should I'll watch it. Do you know I'll what? Why not? It is. It is 
grossly stereotypical of Irish people, yeah. like in a real, like not fun way. Yeah. But it is. I think just because of Sean Connery, yeah. I can forgive and forget. And before I moved here, I thought I had like an uh, like an ear out for like Irish films and Irish like thing. Like I used to listen to a lot of um, Bella Belfast City, like Irish films yeah. and like stuff like that. But honestly coming over here, you people have completely like wild things. They're like, oh yeah, no, everybody does it. Like that's crazy. <laughs> you guys don't have this in England? It's things you don't no. think about. Like yeah. I would never have thought about that being on in the background all yeah. the time, but it's just... It, it just always was. was though. It's so funny. The fact that you did that extra version, it's just insane. <laughs> we get over it. We have Blockbuster. Hi, yeah, but that's our, not real. Yeah, Blockbuster, it's like a unicorn. Yeah, it was, it's crazy that you guys don't have Blockbuster. Like, I thought Blockbuster would be a massive thing over here. No, we had extra vision. Yeah, you should have had a Blockbuster. Blockbuster was great. Or a, a Netflix. Like, I can't believe you guys didn't have, like, early Netflix as well. I guess you guys didn't need it. You had extra there were vision. ads for it on the TV, yeah. but then we were like, why don't we just go, the go to the extra vision on the Alton Road? Like, why do we need that? <laughs> I didn't even see the ad, so I'm even more out of What about you? My my all-time favourite one is always going to be um, when my nana um, sat down and watched The Godfather with me when I was 10. That's amazing. That's yeah. That is such <laughs> a moment. I know, and it's, it just really kind of encapsulates like the relationship I had with her because we were really, really close and I, I just absolutely adored my nana. Yeah. Um, she also, like, uh, up until the age of 96 was still coming to meet me for pints in town. Stop it she, Yeah, she, like, was, like... The, like mm-hmm. great and she never like gave up doing that it's just that after a while she would just start drinking half pints instead mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, and like she would come and like we would have like a pint of Guinness and we would like talk and always catch up but I remember uh, being 10 and um, my nana was babysitting me for the night and my parents went out and she was like um, oh you'd really like this film <laughs> And it's The Godfather. First of all, it's three hours long. Like it's ten yeah, years a ten, old like I and I have like a good attention span, but like three mm-hmm. hours of that long whenever you're ten is is a pretty big commitment. Okay. Second of all, it is grossly inappropriate. Really distinctly remember that we watched it and that I was enthralled the entire way through because I was 10 I'd never seen anything so like new. Yeah. The Godfather mm-hmm. and it is still one of my favorite movies ever. And it also just one of the best films that's ever been made. Like I really believe that mm-hmm. that is never gonna stop being true. It doesn't matter how many films come out. Like it, the it, the entire rest of the cinematic canon could be wiped from the face of the earth, and I think The Godfather will still somehow exist and be like played with Darby O'Gill and the little people on the t- on the TV <laughs> in the limitless space. Because we don't want to hear the accents. Yeah. Um, but I even remember my nana then, like, having a very, like, thoughtful discussion with me about, like, why that was wrong and yeah. vi- about violence you towards women. Yeah. yeah. And about explaining to me that, like, this is not right. And she was like, I don't like this scene because I don't like to see it because yeah. it's wrong and yeah, this should, should never happen and relationships shouldn't be like this and all of this other mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really remember it just being this, like, uh, like really distinct experience that I had and just absolutely loving it and then I think my dad and my mum came home and they were like oh what did you do with your night and I was like I watched The Godfather and they were like oh my god like, you watched The Godfather and then I think my dad was like what would you think of it Fair. <laughs> he was like isn't it great 
<laughs> and then um, your mum was maybe a little bit concerned. Like she was maybe a bit more concerned. Yeah. But uh, having said that, like it's it is just one of my fondest like memories of mm-hmm. like seeing a film ever. Yeah. Because um, it really encapsulates the relationship I have with my nana, but also kind of the relationship I have with film, mm-hmm. where I do really like those long kind of like serious so, yeah. films yeah. that are really like these kind of masterpieces or things that make you really think about things in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe like why I like films that are a bit more challenging mm-hmm. Yeah. a lot of the time. Because like I was watching The Godfather when I was 10. Like I, I quickly graduated yeah. from, you know, The Little Mermaid and Hercules to... <laughs> yeah, and like, the, and they're all great too. Yeah. But I think that there was a level of maturity in that that I had never seen or experienced before yeah. that yeah. really really just captured something in my imagination and it, it just made me think like there was this whole other like world of media out there to explore. Yeah. You should um, get an award for that. Sent through that when you were ten. Yeah, there should be like a Yeah, because most is just like disturbing childhood experiences that turned out to be kind of positive in the end. I would have loved a review. Each ten review of the God Family. Oh God. We should start getting kids to review more stuff, I think. Honestly, like that that letterbox yeah. account I was talking that's, about, oh, like it's it's that's bad. such a good idea. Like when I have a kid, you're getting yeah. a letterbox, I don't care. I'll run ten is a fine age to watch the godfather. I'm gonna be honest, I'm saying ten, I might even have been nine. Because I remember it was it was like circa sort of P five or something. Like it was really like I was not I was I was not old. <laughs> like I was very young. But if that didn't happen, you could be watching Completely different movies. Yeah, you should have completely different personalities. Probably yeah. garbage. Yeah, you'd be watching 90 minute movies. Crazy. No, I, do, I do sometimes enjoy a nice quick like watch, you know, yeah. like a nice casual one. Yeah. But I also very much enjoy films that are like really kind of difficult and emotional mm. and like deal with like hefty topics because mm. I just think that there's something brilliant about like being challenged by a film and really making you think of things very differently than the way you thought of them before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think maybe that comes from that experience, but I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I'm getting maybe a little bit too psychological with it. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't know. Like, I feel like actually liking a movie is half nostalgia or like, yeah. oh, I liked this when I was younger or whenever, I'm going to watch this similar movie. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of build on that. Oh, I did watch like a lot of gangster movies growing up because of that. Like mm. it was, it was a very, very big. I remember for Christmas one year, my dad got me um, a book of the one hundred greatest gangster movies of all time, oh, like listed, strange. and also an actual a book with the actual history of the Italian mafia, wow. <laughs> like as well. And You're this being educated was, at the same time. Yeah, I was like twelve, like as <laughs> well, like when this happened, because I'd spent the last two mm-hmm. years, like before that, just obsessed with all of this like mafia stuff because yeah. of The Godfather. Um, I mean, it's kind of like like you as well. Like in the last episode, we were talking about yeah, all like the sci-fi's God, and how yeah. just kind of watch. I remember my dad had a DVD of the Phantom Menace, and it's one of the only Star Wars DVDs that he had. So I just grew up in the Phantom Menace, and I didn't realize I really hated the prequels because I just grew up watching that one, that first one. Yeah. I watched the pre- I watched them basically in order because my dad was like, oh cool. I guess if we watch the first Phantom Menace, we might as well watch the second one and then the third one and then that's it, that's the prequel's done and mm. now you can go on and watch actual Star Wars 
I just didn't realize the prequels were bad because I was like the fact that you oh. actually watched the prequels before yeah when you were the, the, the actual like yeah, Star like, Wars yeah I just thought that was when you go through it. that is yeah, t- I don't do a war crime to me <laughs> I thought that was just how you were supposed to watch them I didn't realize people hated the prequels until I got on the internet and I was like oh, wow this is a strong opinion people have huh I don't know I love the Phantom Menace it's cool the Star Wars is- water racing bit Super cool. Now that's pod racing. Yeah, it's cool. It's <laughs> that movie good ruined. CGI. That movie ruined Ish. that kid's life. Yeah. Like, I got a lot of films from my dad. One of the films I did get from my mom is Philadelphia, which is also oh, about the AIDS crisis. My, one of my mom's favourite movies, exactly yeah. the same. I don't know what it is about moms, but they all seem to really love <coughs> the Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington AIDS drama. <coughs> it was, honestly, I still cry at that movie. I remember my mom just... It's, yeah, that's a very oh it's so hard <laughs> mm-hmm. such a hard movie but even as a kid like you're still feeling emotion yeah like you can kind of feel it in the room i don't know if when i was watching it with my mom you would just know even if yeah. you didn't really know what was going on yeah something heavy was happening I think it's, it's, it's a very effective film and Fantastic. it really does make you although actually do you want know the really sad things about it is so many of the extras in the film were um like over 100 i think extras mm-hmm. were like actual AIDS they patients, had, yeah. um, and between the filming of like the film wrapping production mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks winning his Oscar for it, I think of those like hundred or so, there were like three still alive. Oh, it's awful. Something I, I I'm probably misquoting that statistic, mm-hmm. but Tom Hanks has spoken about it like previously about how the actual making of that film really really affected him it had to have it's, yeah. it's his best movie because he would just like talk to these guys on set and then he would just hear like no he, he died he passed away yeah. yeah no it's definitely that and you mentioning it it's like sparked my memory of that okay if you were to ha- have a kid right now right mm-hmm. no, like thank you, but put right in front of you and you say you have to make this like have to make this kid's nostalgia films. Which films would you pick? That's such a good question. Because I'd make him watch Lord of the Rings personally. Because mm-hmm. I think Lord of the Rings as a kid, you're in the world. You feel like it's it takes like that much time. Lord of the Rings as an adult, it's a slog to get through. Yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings would be one of mine, but I can't think of anything else. Would you? Would you pick? I'm. I'm. Apart from um, The Godfather, which you have to, obviously. <laughs> you don't have yeah, the choice. You have the to it. It, de- it depends, because like, I think that going something like real like Golden Age Disney yeah, would be definitely. great, like The Jungle Book or Aristocats yeah. or something, like even like Pinocchio, something like that. Yeah. Um, I think I'd be like, a bit selfish about yeah, it. Yeah, like Casablanca yeah. or something, because that's, yeah. fa- that's my favourite film ever. Just so they have yeah. like... A great visual, like those kind of movies, just old Hollywood. Yeah. Just a great visual movie that they don't really get, but it's there. I don't know. Just let let the kid be a kid, but also yeah, well, that yeah. Is another, check that they're not. That's another thing I got from my dad is my obsession with old actors. Like my <laughs> yeah. my dad's yeah. favorite actor growing up was James Cagney. Therefore, I am the only person of our generation who's a big James Cagney fan that I've ever encountered. It's just because you were. Well, yeah, because I, I remember my, my dad's favourite ever film to this day still is um, Angels with Dirty Faces. Really? Which Yeah, which is a movie from I think the 30s with um, James Cagney in it. Mm-hmm. And my dad loved it so much that whenever he was in his 20s, he tracked down a, um, a, a huge sort of like 
wooden poster frame kind of thing mm -hmm. of James Cagney's face from one very specific oh, wow. scene in that film which he still owns oh my goodness. to this day and it's in like I'm, I'm staying with my dad at the moment for like a period and it's in the room I'm sleeping in <laughs> like wow. that's how yeah my girlfriend actually put something over it because she doesn't like James Cagney staring at her <laughs> it's like um, when you wake up he's yeah. the first thing you see but then that's yeah. where I, I got that like those old movies with James Cagney yeah. and Humphrey Bogart who is my yeah. favourite actor of all time yeah, is absolutely. because my dad made me watch Casablanca mm -hmm. and it's my favourite movie he's my favourite actor just because my dad was like, "Oh, this is a gr this is a great film," yeah. he's like, "You you will like this film, and especially that scene where they start singing the French national anthem. You'll really love that." Yeah. Does that mean you would then pass your love of Humphrey down to like the next generation, and have their nostalgia be? It's like how I was talking about earlier, like the cyclical nostalgia, where your nostalgia would become their nostalgia because yeah. that's what you'd show them. Yeah, I think you want to hear um, about your your grandparents yeah. and like yeah. you know you'd yeah. say to your kids oh well your great-grandparents really like this stuff to be yeah. fair i try and still pass on the people my age I'm, i forced my girlfriend to come see the maltese falcon in kft once i was there it was so good yeah she really liked it actually yeah i realized it was laughing the whole time it's hilarious <laughs> my dad made me he watched that because we were going to malta and he was like right well before we go on <laughs> holiday sorry homework maltese falcon yeah. this is gonna happen when you get there yeah <laughs> The fact is the film has nothing to do with Maltese. No, it's it like absolutely name. nothing. It's the only um, yeah. film with Maltese in the title. It's like, listen, homework, and then you get to go on holiday. It's class. My, my dad and I did also ambush my girlfriend recently with another Humphrey Bogart movie, which is The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, which is also a classic. It's about um, these three guys are like American guys are living in Mexico, mm -hmm. and they decide to go up into the mountains of Mexico to look for gold. And it is just so like dark and like beautifully like well made for like a film that is like from I think the fifties. Yeah, but like if you showed a kid that, they would think it's wow. Cool. I've never seen something yeah. like this before, even though they probably wouldn't have a clue. My my niece will be watching Humphrey Bogart films yeah. regardless of what my brother says. Yeah, I think those movies and then just gives them Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, gives like them give them a few kids film, but also give them like because I want to watch the it. best. Yeah, I think I'd go with the Lord of the Rings films, and then mm -hmm. also shove Monsters Inc. in there. Yeah, yeah, Monsters Inc. That's gotta be. That, they, they, that can be their films of the childhood, and they can they can grow up however they want from that. Yeah, they, want. <laughs> they can pick yeah. what they want. I feel like I'll be very fussy with what my kids watch. I'll be like, oh, you're watching yeah. that movie. I'm like, oh, it's all men, and yeah. change it up. <laughs> What's oh, but wait, one exception should be Twelve Angry Men because that's a great film. I know it only okay. has men in it, but it, it is Twelve a, Angry Men. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is a fantastic film, and it's another one I have a huge amount of nostalgia. I have to say, Disney Channel is terrible. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah, it's what's been terrible. It started getting terrible even like whenever I was, and maybe I was just aging out of it. But I remember it starting to get terrible, mm -hmm. yeah. like after certain periods, because we I would grow up and there would be like that's so Raven yeah. and stuff was on, yeah. which is great. And then um, it started transitioning to stuff like Wizards of Waverly Place and things like that, yeah, which so that I still enjoyed. I think, yeah, I Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, those kind of fun um, like, I still things. Watch it. I got, I think, a couple of years of Wizards of Waverly Place and a couple of years of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah, I think I got them all. Do kids watch, this is going to make me sound really like how, do kids watch TV? I was going to say, I don't think they do. I think they're on YouTube they and. Yeah, like, oh my god, that's. I didn't have YouTube week. as a kid. Oh, yeah, no. My YouTube was like, I got an hour of YouTube a, a week. Mm -hmm. 
and that's, it was heavily restricted by my parents. Yeah. See, I, I work in a place where there it, it is like a family orientated place. Yes. So there's lots of kids coming in and out. And see the amount of kids that come in with like Mr. Beast t-shirts and stuff on. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, how are like YouTubers your heroes? Yeah. Not Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Someone came in. There's a a Lego statue of Indiana Jones. This hurt me like to my core. There's a Lego statue of Indiana Jones in W5 where I work. Mm -hmm. And a kid came in the other day and was like, is that James Charles? And I wanted to, I wanted to punch this kid out of the window. How would that be James Charles? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he dressed up as Indiana Jones once or something. But like, I that's so I, heartbreaking. It, it upset yeah. me so much for and, and Indiana Jones is my franchise. Yeah. Indy was and my just hero. Insulted it. The kids not have like film heroes anymore. I don't know. I don't think they do. I couldn't imagine. Like I would say, there'll be a point where there's not a favorite Disney princess. That's mental. I Come on. I don't want to live in that kind of world. Yeah. Nah. I'm sorry. That's mental. <laughs> If I can't go to a kid and they immediately tell me which Disney princess they like the most, then they like, probably just do it on a TikTok filter. Let's see. Oh, which Disney princess am I? Wait, are kids on TikTok? Oh yeah, I forget. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Because I just consider if to me the internet is something that not that I grew up with. I know I'm the youngest here, but like, not that like I grew up with, but it's something like I was around when I was a teenager and I slowly got into it more. Yeah. To now, I feel like I have good boundaries on. The internet and I know because I'm so good at like dox myself and stuff. Yeah. But like, although I did just dox my hometown, but well, nobody cares about my kids. Um, but yeah, no your kids. What kind of weird cyber terrorist are you? What is going on? It's like oh, what do you mean? Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna slag off my own keens. If there's one thing I'm gonna do on this podcast. Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> doxing, like literally, like you. Yeah, no, I know I'm not gonna dox myself. Oh, I thought you were like swatting your house or something. No, no, just no. Milton Keynes. No, I'm doxing Milton Keynes. I, I mean, I don't even live in Milton Keynes anymore. It's a shithole anyway. So like anybody who purposefully goes, it's it's weird. Anyway, um. <laughs> But yeah, like, it weirds me out that kids are on the internet now, kids don't have, like... Yeah, like, could this Adonim watch a three-hour movie? Yeah. I know, I struggle to, but, like, could a child be conditioned to not watch a 15-second TikTok? I know, the TikTok generation is really, (coughs) like, just the end of humanity, I think. Yeah, Yeah, the kids watch. Oh my god, our kids just watching TikToks and they're not sitting down watching films. Yeah, they'd see, like, spoilers of films and then they wouldn't need to watch (laughs) That's crazy. So I would make my kid, you have to sit down and watch movies. Oh my god, yeah. So your no, brain can cope yeah, for that long watching, watching a movie. Lord of the Rings over and over again. And going to the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Bring going the kids to the cinema. cinema. I think after COVID as well, like, no kid, kids don't really go to the cinema. No. Oh, to be fair, QFT are running baby pictures. They are. So yeah. Uh, I think while we're on the Lumi cast, we might as well like, bring yeah, your kids. Pimp out, yeah, pimp out <laughs> yeah. QFT. They're doing baby pictures. It's so great though. Well, bring your child. Go if you don't have kids, because you will be turned away. Obviously, people have people do without this. kids. Um, I might stay with my niece and like. If, yeah, like yeah, you can just. Has like an excuse. Yeah. If they do like baby pictures, Casablanca or something, I bring they my niece. They definitely will do. They're like, doing classics. some really good baby pictures because they're doing blue jeans was a baby picture which is that's good yeah because it's like something an adult would want to watch but yeah, yeah. bring yeah, your kid you put your kid I think it's blue jean LGBTQ as well yeah. yeah so I think that's that's probably good to expose kids to like you know more diversity in media mm-hmm. early yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure that's actually probably good for like same sex couples who have kids as well I'm sure yeah, that's something that's that they fun. wouldn't have had growing up yeah, and yeah. like being able to like introduce their child to 
that conversation in that yeah. way. Yeah, and something it's not like baby. It's called baby pictures, but I know people are bringing like their toddlers or like their young kids. I think yeah. So that would be a memory for them. Twelve months and over, it can be. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Good. Get the kids watching good I, movies. Uh, I want to bring my six-month-old niece to Baby Pictures Casablanca, yeah. and then I want to be like doing the lines. Well, that's like a thing they do it so that people can like talk and like, if their babies cry, then their babies cry, and you don't have to like feel the squat months and all. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, so that's how you get your kids into film. Yeah. Come so come here. Tea. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and we'll see you on the next one.